0: Welcome, Welcome back, back to Live Laugh Law. Are we living? No. no. Are we laughing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Are we lying? Always. So this episode we're going to talk about the LSAT and we're gonna talk about our experiences with taking it, with studying, how long we studied, how we felt afterwards. Um, all the good stuff. Yep. The juicy stuff. The juicy
1: stuff. So I wanna start off by saying we all took it um, during like COVID COVID time. So it was like different. Like it yeah. was structured differently. So we can only speak to the way that we took it.
2: The LSAT flex.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> we took it we took it online and it was half this number of normal sections, I think. No, I thought okay. I just dropped one of the sections. Yeah, but I think so. in a normal test, you would have to take, like, two logic games, two something I think you had to take, like, two of each type. Yeah. So, there was three types, and you... So, ultimately, you would have six sections. Right, like, no but this one. time, you only had one shot at each type, which... One of them, I think, my had my two. Mind. No. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. All I know is the real one is, like, three
2: hours, and the one we took was, like, an hour, hour. and a half. Yeah. So... Yeah, do yourself a
1: Google on that one, because obviously uh, we don't know. <laughs> and then you had to do your writing sample... Separate to that. Wow, oh, I, forgot yeah, yeah, that. I forgot about that.
2: Oh. oh, also, like we probably should have said this. Probably everyone knows this if you're here, but the LSAT is the law school
0: admission test. <laughs> so you need to take that to get into law school. You, I can guarantee you will not get into law school without it. One hundred
2: percent, you will not be admitted to law school without the law school admission test. <laughs> yeah. So, no. Um. Yeah, and I think that normally it's what like. November, February, April. Is there a December one? No. Don't know. I don't and know. And June, July. So There's a bunch gonna... that you can sign up for every year. Um, and I think most schools either take February or April of the same year that you're applying for admission as like the last one that they'll um, accept. Yeah. So, so you- it's not like you can take the July one and then apply to school for August or, Fe- or February. September. (laughs) Am I okay? Um, No. (laughs) Yeah, so you probably have to take it, like, before April of that same year. I only know this because I took it so last minute. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: I I took mine in November. I took mine in June. I took mine in February. Oh,
1: this year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This was all within this past year.
2: So, I was gearing up to take the LSAT one year ago. Wow. Oh, and also, it cost, like, two hundred dollars to sign up for it i think something like that everything's in that range yeah so as much as <laughs> it's, it's like, as much as it's like oh i can take it and if i don't like my score i'll just take it again like not everybody has that privilege so think about that before you are just throwing away two hundred dollars <laughs> yes and also law schools see every score you i think you can pay extra to not have get. them see old ones I paid oh. extra if it was to like, be able to wipe this one if I didn't like it. If it was like really embarrassing right. and you wanted to get rid of it.
0: Oh, I think it was But I also it. even Plus, you if it, can pay for anything. Even if it's
2: really embarrassing, like as long as your most recent one that you're actually using is like you feel confident about it, like it might even be nice for them to see the improvement. Mm. Like even if your old one is like, wow, they really did badly on that <laughs> 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 then like at least they'll see you did like much better if you do much better on the second yeah. or third or whatever time you take it.
1: Yeah. So we can talk a little bit about how we all studied for it. Yay. You wanna
0: Yay. Go? Yeah. Reliving <laughs> the trauma. Chad and I did the same thing. Yeah. So um, I was studying at, while I was working also, but since it was COVID, um, I was at my parents down south. So I was really lucky to be able to work from home and um, study afterwards. Um, So I had a tutor, which I really enjoyed. It was nice um, for someone to, I felt accountable to towards, Uh, like he gave me practice examples and we went over things and he gave me good resources to use. So it was nice where I just, I wasn't left to my own devices because I don't think personally I I could have studied like that. Um, It was nice to have someone to talk me through why I was getting wrong when I was getting wrong and why I was correct when I was and have someone read read over writing samples so I felt that was helpful for me personally um and then I took the LSAT in June and I had also signed up for the July one because I knew myself and I knew um standardized tests aren't my strongest suit so I said I might as well just sign up for July and if I don't take it I don't take it. Um, and so my tutor and I decided on a score that if I got this score or higher, I wouldn't take the July one. Um, and I did not end up taking the July one, which was nice because I don't, I would not have wanted to study another three weeks. I mean, studying, I think I studied for three months, maybe. I mean, not every single day of those three months, but I didn't want to do another three weeks because it's. It was pretty brutal um and it gets to the point where you're just like
2: I don't know how much I can improve anymore yeah like,
0: and like I kn- so I know you guys were in school and I was working so it's not like we were just solely focused on studying that yeah. wasn't our one like thing we had to do every day yeah. you know we also had to live so <laughs> yeah you know it's not it's not easy no matter even if that's the only thing you're doing you yeah know? No, it's, it's not like easy crazy <laughs> yeah it's not easy in any aspect no. Uh you know it was it's almost nicer to have like different outlets okay like now now i'm working now i'm studying now i'm exercising like it was good to have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some structure like that yeah because that's kind of how school is
1: yeah Khan Academy has like a really great program that's free. And it's linked with LSAC. Yeah, which I really liked because um, it was interactive with you, sort of like a tutor would be of like, I know they have like a lot of books and resources and I can't speak to those because I didn't use them, but I just liked that the website would be interactive. Like it would be like, oh, this is what you need to improve on or like here's some videos and stuff like that. Um, And you could sit down and take a full test, which I can say I, I never did do actually. Um, I, took I did like
0: four. Yeah, I took multiple practice tests,
1: and it'll give you like a projected score. I did like different sections of them. I just could never get myself to sit down for three hours.
2: Yeah, that was so. tough. Actually, I don't remember if the practice ones were the full. Th- yeah, they were mm-hmm. on Khan Academy. They were three hours. Yeah, or you can
1: so you can sit down and do the whole thing and like it's a real test, um, or you could do each section. Yeah. By section, um, which is what I did. Um, But yeah, then it would give you sort of like a projected score. So you could have some sort of idea where you kind of were landing, which I liked. And then it would give you like daily goals and stuff to do. But I was just sticking with that. And then um, I decided if I didn't meet a certain goal, then, you know, I would retake and maybe like purchase a program. It just like sucks to have to spend more money when the test itself is a lot of money. So I wasn't willing to do that the first time around. Um, And I actually exceeded my goal um, by a bit. So that was like a good feeling. So I didn't end up having to take it again. But I kind of took it earlier to like give myself the chance to like, if I didn't do well, then I could do it again and still be able to make applications on time or. God forbid I took a gap year,
2: so it would have oh, all worked out. Thank God you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be here right now. <laughs> um, Yeah, I also used Khan Academy, and I think that it is, like, an amazing program for being mm-hmm. completely free. Yeah. Like, you go in and you can uh, schedule, like, the days and time, like, for how long you're going to study, and then it'll tell you, like how you're gonna be projected to do based on if you follow that schedule. And like, you can also schedule out practice tests and it'll make sure that um, all of your study sessions before, like in between those practice tests are working on the things that you didn't do well last time so that Mm -hmm. the next time you'll do better. Like you said, like it's just very personalized and like interactive. you could put in the day that you were going to take the LSAT. Yeah, have you working up and then, then it would tell day. you like how many practice tests you should take before the real test to like improve and stuff. Um, which I found really helpful like having the practice tests because I just liked being like, okay, if I sat down and like took it for, a, even though it was longer than what the real thing was going to be because it was based on the real ones that are in person, it still was like, okay, this is a long time that I'm having to sit down and focus. So that felt to me more helpful knowing how I would do under those circumstances as opposed to just like, oh, I'm sitting down for 20 minutes and doing this section and that's how well I do. Yeah. Cause like your brain obviously is not the same when you're on like the third 20 minute <laughs> section as it is on one 20 minute section. Um, so I did enjoy having the practice tests. Um, I signed up for the February one in like October. And so I only studied from October to February. Four months. Um, But I did not do it every day. I definitely stopped for, like, a whole month in between there. Like, I didn't do it for, like, that whole time. But that's, like, the whole period of time that I was, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And trying to do it. I would like
1: to say as a side note, like,
2: as we start to talk about it, like, everyone has what
1: works for them. And, like, their own schedule and they know themselves best. Like, it's really hard... Um, like trying to connect with other people who are going through the same process because everyone's process looks different like maybe you do spend like a really long time studying for it and that works for you Mm. or you use a different program or you do something like that but I think it's like a tendency even when you're just describing what works for you to kind of feel competitive about it Mm. and so I know that was like a hard part for me of like oh like am I already failing before I've even taken it because I'm not doing what so-and-so is doing or you know like it looks different for other people like personally I do feel pretty lucky like I don't get a lot of test anxiety so like I knew that I could like keep a clear head while taking it and really buckle down and do it for some people like that's something that they have to work on so it's like what do you need to work on when you're doing your own personalized setting? like for me logic games were super hard same like I had Big to struggle. spend <laughs> a lot of time doing that but also I kind of like just you have to do like an assessment of like damage control like mm-hmm. what do you really need to work on because yeah. you're not going to be unless you're one of the people that get like a 180 <laughs> 178 you know like you're not going to be an expert when you walk into that test but what like can you do to be better mm-hmm. i guess that was just like me rambling but i don't definitely for me when i was studying before like i struggled with like even then feeling like an imposter mm-hmm. like even yeah. then feeling like i didn't even belong in the process for studying to do the LSAT.
2: So. The other thing too that I think like a lot of people don't realize, I mean, even people that are looking to go to law school and like in the process, but especially people who aren't, like, is that the LSAT has nothing to do with learning information. You don't have to know anything about the law. You don't have to learn. Like, when we say you're studying for it, you're not studying. You're practicing yeah, taking it's it. It's not substantive like,
0: information. Yeah, like,
2: you're just practicing how to take the types of questions that they're giving you. So, the like, by nature of just practicing a skill, the more you do it, the better you're going to be at it. So, it's not like oh, I absorb information really quickly so I don't have to study for the LSAT as long because I'll just learn the information fast. Like That's not what it is. It's like everybody is just practicing these skills and so like, if you're like set on getting a 175 or a <laughs> 180, then you're gonna wanna spend a lot more time practicing these types of questions so that you get better at answering them. But if you're someone like this was, what I was like is I was just like, okay, as long as I'm decent enough at this type of question that I'm going to feel confident doing it I don't really care like how well I actually do at it you know like does that make sense like yeah
1: Yeah. also like I feel like it's like when you start to sit down and look at the questions like their reading comprehension questions are something you've been doing your entire life most likely and like I love to read so like that was like an easy check for me. I was like, I don't need to spend my time on this. Like, yeah, it's going to be hard when you're timed and everything, but that's not where I need to direct my time because I know how to read and pick out information. I know how to look at context clues. So that was like a section or two that I was like, I feel confident on of course, like practice it. But like, that's not where my time needs to go. Like my time needs to go to the logic games.
0: See, I'm the complete opposite. I am well, going into studying, I thought, like, I'm not going to be good at logic games. Like, it's not it's not math, but it's closer to math than the it's other kind sections. kind of problem-solving. And mean. so I surprised myself by being better at logic games and reading comprehension. Like, obviously, I know how to read, but I felt... Re- I, f- <laughs> I was illiterate before <laughs> I started studying for the I headset. thought reading comprehension was... Th- I had the most trouble on that, which totally threw me for a loop because, oh, you think you know yourself at 25, 24, <laughs> however old I was when I took it. <laughs> but I surprised myself, which is really interesting. And also, pro tip, which is might be obvious, I don't know, but um, your your natural inclination is going to want to spend more time on the sections that you enjoy. Because you're like, oh, I like this. I'm good at it. Like, let's keep doing that and boost your confidence. But it feels good to get it good does, scores. It does feel good, but like focus your time more of your time on the sections that are your weakest mm-hmm. because you know if you're already decent in one area you're going to want to spend more time doing that cuz it's more fun when you're good at something but try to spend your time more of your time on something that is more challenging yeah, yeah. cuz that'll help you in the long run and
2: When you said, like, oh, I was surprised that I wasn't as good at the reading comprehension, like, that made me remember that I struggled with some of the reading comprehension because it was things that I did not care about Mm. whatsoever. Like, when I would see something that was, like, anything about science, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Like, and then I would read a whole paragraph and be like, I did not comprehend Mm -hmm. any part of that. And, like, that was what I really had to push through was, like, Like, don't let it be like, oh, wow, I suck at reading comprehension. Because it's not that, like, you might just struggle with comprehending things that you don't have any interest in, which is totally fair, because, like, your brain isn't wired to pay attention to things that you don't care about or don't like. So I think that, like, that might be a reason maybe why you were like, oh, I'm not as good at this. It's just because it's harder to, like, like the thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was... Actually, now that you say that, like... Sorry. Um... I, I remember, like, when I was doing Reading Cop with the, my tutor, we, like, kind of went over the different subjects that I am more interested in, and I was able to realize, oh, okay, I should work a little more on, like, a science maybe history, sorry, Ashley, <laughs> like, things sure. of that nature. <laughs> I, I do enjoy history. I, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't enjoy history, but sometimes, sometimes that kind of stuff just, like, is in one ear, out the other, and it, and that can't be when you're trying taking, to comprehend it. <laughs> trying to, A, comprehend it, and comprehend it in a s- small amount of time. Yeah. Uh,
1: maybe I've just been forced to read a lot of dull materials before. Well, well like, it's not
2: even, know. like, just <laughs> if it's dull. Like, it's just things that I just don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, because if it's a topic that I am interested in, but it's a, a dull reading, like, I'll still comprehend it. But if it's something that I'm not interested in at all... Even if it's not dull, I'm like, well, that's not sticking in there.
1: <laughs> that's why I struggled with, with Logic games because it would be like, Tammy's six sons, and I'm like, F- I fill out a spreadsheet, because it would be like, you know, this can only happen on this day, and this can only happen on this day. I'm like, literally get a Google Calendar. Like, this isn't worth my time. <laughs> literally get a
0: Google Calendar. Like, so many of the questions <laughs> were like... To figure your own problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
1: I use a Google Calendar or use a spreadsheet. Like...
2: You're not gonna have to like, think like this. Yeah, there's some program that can do this for you. I don't need to do it for you. This same thing. <laughs> With for my me. pen and paper.
1: <laughs> like I just I didn't like those in Philosophy 101. Don't like them now.
2: Like
1: the yeah. logic games just weren't, weren't up my alley. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. But that's fair. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we all took them during like COVID time, so we were all at home or someplace else taking it. I had to take it in the study room of my apartment where the lights were on the timer, so they would turn off every 30 minutes. So I sat down to take it and the first time the lights like turned off, I like, cause you're working with like a program, so like there's somebody there, but you can't see the somebody, so it's like you're on a FaceTime, but not. So I, like had to like message really quickly and be like, can I get up to like turn the lights on? So I'd like take my computer
0: to like move so that the lights would turn back on. Yeah, when you when you first logged into the program, they had you like move your computer all around the room to make sure there was nothing in there, obviously that mm-hmm. you could cheat on um, or cheat with. So there was someone. <laughs> it's weird having someone watching you take a test. But you can't see them, but they can see you. Mm-hmm. It's like a two-way mirror. It's, isn't the program Proctor you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, because I also use that in undergrad, so I don't know if other people no. have, like... I have no uh-uh. experience with it. Well, but I'm sure some people <laughs> oh. somewhere have experience with that. So just so that you're aware, like, if you have used that before, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, so it was like you had to show every corner, and I was like, what if I forget, like, one corner? What if I don't spend enough time on it? Like, I was, like, giving an in-depth view of this study room. I was like, please... Yeah no corner.
0: Yeah, I took it at my parents' house and so I like I was in their like office. And I remember, like, the night before, I was reading off the list of all the things you can't have in the room. And I was like, Dad, we need to just take out the whole desk. We need to take out all these books. We need to take this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, I, even if I thought it was questionable and I wasn't sure, I'll, out of the room. get Honestly, get it out of the house. <laughs> We're like, redoing doing the whole office the yard. Tonight. I'll help you put it back. But, you know, just to ease all of the nerves I had we were like you know get it out out out, out. Yeah, yeah mine was like a
2: whole thing like I was like gonna take it in my room at first but then I took like another test for school and I got disconnected from my wi-fi during another test so I was like oh my god we need an ethernet cable like I cannot take this over wi-fi so my dad goes out and buys an ethernet cable and like Three days before the LSAT, I had another school test and I was like, hey, I'll test out the Ethernet cable. Turns out the Ethernet cable wouldn't connect to my laptop because it needed an adapter. Good. Cool, cool. Three days before the LSAT. So we like order one, go pick it up at Best Buy, like the adapter. Cool. Now I have everything for the Ethernet cable set up. And then I was like, hold on. Our modem is downstairs and my room is upstairs. How am I gonna get this Ethernet cable to my room? So literally when I tell you we were searching for a hole in my floor to see if we could put the Ethernet cable <laughs> up into my bedroom. And then we were like, we there is a hole, but like it wasn't big enough for the Ethernet oh cable to go. I would have liked so, to be a fly
0: in the wall while this was yeah, all. Yeah, it was
2: it was a thing. And my dad was all annoyed because I didn't think of this further than three days before the thing. Um so yeah, so we couldn't get enough to my So then we're like, what now? And my dad's like, you can take it at my desk, like in our computer room, which he has so much crap because he's one of those people that doesn't keep papers or anything organized. So there was like stuff everywhere. And I was like, dad, no, like the desk has to be clear. I can't have papers sitting on the desk. And he was like, okay, so what are you going to do? And so I took it in my dining room where there's like a corner where there was nothing behind me. And I'm like, cool, this works. And so, yeah, that was a whole thing, and it was finally connected to the Ethernet cable. It's just, like, a whole new set of challenges, but
1: honestly, I kind of loved being the only person Mm -hmm. taking it. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, we'll never know what our score would have been if we took it in person, but I loved, like, not having, like, anyone else to compare myself to. Like, I was just, like, in the zone, just taking it. Just like and in my you own don't have
2: to, yeah. You don't have to like be in a space that's like new or yeah. like get mm-hmm. somewhere, like figure out where you're going, and like, yeah, because
1: yeah, the SAT was a whole another thing for me. Yeah, I was halfway there, and then I forgot my ID, which is so weird because my wallet is just attached, like always, always, with you. never <laughs> lose that thing. <laughs> Um, and then I had to drive back, and since I'd booked it late, it wasn't actually my hometown, it was like 20-30 minutes away, so then I had to drive to another school, and then I was like sick, and I- hobbled <laughs> oh my god, up with comedy steps errors. My Crocs, <laughs> tripped on the front steps, oh walk in one minute late, get to the room, then when they called for a break, I literally screamed because he like <laughs> surprised me, and <laughs> literally the entire SAT. I was like, I really wish I had something to blow my nose with. Oh my god! <laughs> so, in comparison, the LSAT went fantastic. Wow, it's yeah, a breeze. Better <laughs> of an experience. <laughs> also, didn't bring a calculator to the SAT, so
0: oh, thank God this one didn't have math on it. Okay, also the LSAT, you don't have to sign anything in cursive. Like the SAT, so that's nice. Did you? Have
2: to yeah. Back in
0: the back, back in the, in the old age. days. Do you
2: not sign your name in cursive when you sign things?
0: Well, yeah, but you don't have to write a whole paragraph in cursive. Oh, I that forgot that it
2: was a whole paragraph. Yeah. See, that? I went to a Catholic elementary school, so I was super good at cursive mm-hmm. because that's just how it is. But it public was, schools yeah. are like not as like hey, serious. Hey, hey, hey! We did cursive. You're I mean, from Washington State. That's true. <laughs> Your forgot, cursive program
1: might be different. <laughs> Pretty
2: much everybody I know here that went to public school is like we barely learned cursive.
1: I wouldn't say it was an extensive school. program, but I I loved cursive, so I write in my diary in cursive. Like I, <laughs> the rest of the way, I taught it, my, taught myself, made myself use it. I feel like yeah, we learned like, it, but no, we, we did it, it
2: from
0: like second grade on, to eighth grade.
2: Okay, yeah, as no. a handwriting class. No,
0: I remember learning it, and now that you say that, in Catholic school. I don't think I did it much in public school. I mean, I stopped doing it when I got to high school and I went to a public
2: high school. I don't know if they do it in Catholic high schools, but...
0: Shout out to all the Protestants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but my other experience about, like, taking the LSAT while I was taking it was that, like we said, you have to show your environment, so that was fine. Oh, I also made my parents and my dog leave because I was like, you cannot make any noise. You cannot come into the room. Like, no, just be away for like four hours. So that was good. I mean, I did get a little stressed towards the end that they were going to come home and think that I was done and I wasn't going to be done, but that's not what happened. Um, But you also have to have a mirror or something to reflect your (laughs) laptop to show them that like your laptop itself doesn't have anything open or anything like on it. And mine had stickers like next to the trackpad on my laptop. I had like a sticker on each side, which I didn't think about being an issue, but it was an issue because I showed with the mirror and then she goes, you're gonna have to take those stickers off. And I was like, uh, and they're like, like red bubble stickers. Like, you know, they're like the ones that are like, they're not regular stickers. They're like stuck on there and I had also acrylic nails on so they're like blunt like you can't like scrape things off with them so I was like oh my god I was like I'll try and then I'm sitting there like scraping away with my stupid nail that's like not sharp enough to scrape the sticker off and I'm like girl this is not gonna happen like I was like it's gonna take me so long to scrape this off I don't know what else to do And she was like, well, I don't know what to do either. Like, she didn't give me any, like, ideas of, like, how to remedy this situation other than take it off. And then I was like, what if I, like, cover it up with, like, tape or something? And she was like, yeah, that should be fine. And I was like, should be fine? I was like, if it's your fault that I end up not, like, this score gets thrown out because, like, I had stickers on my laptop, like, I'm going to be so mad. But I, like, ran to the other room and got masking tape and then ran back and covered up my stickers with masking tape. And I was, like, freaking out after that. It was a bad experience. But it ended up being fine because they were like, yeah, you're good. Your score, like, went go. through.
0: Yeah. But. I, put a, I put a sign on our front door um, that said, like, taking the LSAT, don't ring the doorbell because I was afraid, a, a, someone in the neighborhood wouldn't know I was taking a standardized test in, in a room. And also, at the time, my parents' development, like, some of the houses were still being built, I was praying that the people building these houses took their day off on the day I was taking the LSAT because they were building the house literally next door. And I I was just so scared. I would hear banging the whole time I was taking this test. But god listened was it their day it off Gave came in the day off <laughs>
2: yes oh my gosh yeah wait i didn't even think about like the doorbell i mean not that a lot of people come and like ring our bell yeah. but like i don't know sometimes if there's like a package delivery and they need to like get a signature or something but i didn't even think of that
0: i knew like the one day with my luck like the one moment i needed to focus on something for an hour and a half would be the day yeah like you don't think about, like, any of these things until it's
2: like, well, if this happened, it could be disastrous for this one situation, you know, like, it just, like, heightens all your anxieties about what could go wrong when you're like, nothing can go wrong, (laughs)
1: like, yeah, and then afterwards, you're a shell of a human being, mm -hmm. like, I came back from the study room, and like, walked two doors down, and my sweet roommate, shout out Maya, had cooked, like, a little brownie, And it sounded like Elsa, and had a check mark, and it was super sweet. But I was like a shell of a human being. Like I was like, I don't even know how to say if that went well. I don't don't know what happened.
0: What just happened? It's almost not relieving afterwards. Like you think you're gonna feel like this weight has been lifted off your shoulders, and you're a new person. And it's like, well, no, because now I have to wait weeks and or months I forget how long yeah, to get your yeah, results long so long it's long. like oh no it was weeks cause it came went, back pretty yeah, fast I wouldn't have honest. decided to not take the July one but
1: I was like driving home it must have been for Christmas break then
0: I, think, I feel like now two weeks maybe three week, two weeks two weeks
1: I don't know I think it was for Christmas break but maybe it was
2: for
1: Thanksgiving break I really don't know
2: I do think I remember it came back surprisingly fast because, because I was I expecting like, a longer yeah turnaround time
1: i kept refreshing my email like (laughs) i got the email and i was on the road home and i literally pulled off at a random exit (laughs) and like checked my email and then was like so excited yes i was like yes and then i called my dad immediately and then i kept driving home (laughs) because you don't look at your phone and drive kids Nice. <laughs> Never do that.
2: Oh, and then there's also the writing sample portion, which mm. is kind of a joke. <laughs> Sorry to, like, law school admission boards, but, like, literally everything I found about it was, like, don't waste your time on, like, practicing for this thing. Like, I don't even remember how long they give you. Like, an hour? And mm-hmm. it's not scored. And it was such yeah. an easy Yeah. It's literally just for them to, like, look at how you write and how you write under pressure, I yeah. guess. Make sure you know how to write. But you don't have to know anything for it. It's literally just, like... I don't even remember... It also wasn't like... the general like, idea that it was, but...
1: It wasn't anything, like, special either. Like, if you've ever written a five-paragraph essay, If you've ever right? written yeah. anything
2: in your life, it's probably not going to be difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you write your personal statement, it's easier than that, so...
2: So, yeah. If you're going to be, like super-duper serious about the LSAT, you might want to do, like, one practice writing sample, but, like, I don't think that it's even necessary to if worry you're gonna, about that at all until
0: you take it. If you're going to stress, do not stress about yeah, that. Yeah, don't stress Focus about your that. stress in other areas.
2: Especially because they can see your writing in your personal statement, and they know that that is more, like, you know, polished and more what you want to put out as far as, like, how you can write, so I don't think they really put that much weight on them else that writing.
1: Also, if I remember correctly, I submitted it a lot before the time was up. Like, I mm. Oh, me too. Yeah, no. I think I
0: literally did it in like 20 minutes and then just submitted I it. I think same.
1: Yeah, it was really easy.
0: And you don't have to take it at the time no. you take the other three sections. You have like a certain window when you can do the writing. So. Is it the same thing for the in-person one? No, I think you would have to
1: take it at the same time.
0: mm, mm. Do your talk, research about
2: that. Yeah. Obviously, we know nothing about the we're in-person not one. <laughs> so we know nothing but. about nothing. But
1: <laughs> yeah. So you know, we all passed. We all got into law school. So there's that.
2: I also like thought that uh, the LSAT like median for a school or like minimum or whatever like the LSAT numbers scores scores, not numbers. (laughs) I thought the LSAT scores were like a hard and fast, like, if you get over this thing, you're going to get into this school. Because, like, I had read so many things that were, like, your GPA and your LSAT score are, like, what's most important for your law school application. So I would, like, look at schools and be like, oh, my LSAT score is 5 or 10, like, points over their median, so obviously I'm going to get in. Or, like, my GPA is so much higher than the median for this school. Like, that's what happened with UConn is that I was, like, Dude, I'm an alumni, my LSAT score is way higher than their median, my GPA is way higher than all their GPAs, like I'm a shoe-in for UConn. Didn't get into UConn. So like I basically I'm just saying, like, don't put so much weight on like a school's LSAT scores and then like your LSAT score. Like, if you feel confident in your LSAT score, like just feel confident in it in it and just go for it. Like don't worry about how it compares necessarily to like other people because it, I don't think it actually has as much weight as people make you think it does.
1: No, also each school is so different in that like they're taking a holistic look at you. So like maybe one school like wants like a better GPA, like your LSAT fit for them, like your personal statement, all that. Like they'll like I applied obviously to a lot of schools. And I was shocked at who said yes, who said no, and who waitlisted me. Like, there were some that I thought were, like, shoe-ins that said, like, a no or a waitlist. And there were ones that I thought were a complete reach that I got, like, wait waitlisted at or got a yes from. So, like, you really don't know. Like, you can use the calculator on the LSAC, and I think that is helpful for putting together a list. of. But it, I wouldn't say it's, like, an accurate representation. Like, I don't know, you can come back from a bad GPA or... Maybe like a little bit of a lower LSAT score, but like, who knows? And it is like
2: real people looking at them and deciding. So like, you have a machine, no, literally no idea. Like in the end, yeah, you can project all you want, but like, there's no way of knowing how those real people are gonna look at your application and how they're gonna feel and how they're gonna compare it to other people and like whatever. Like, just put out what you're confident in and see what happens.
1: Also, like you said earlier, Cam, like, the year that we applied for was, like, a year of an influx of people because people had deferred, they hadn't wanted to do law school online, or, like, they had spent the year off then deciding they wanted to do law school. Like, it was a time of rethinking and refocusing for a lot of people, so we had, like, a larger-than-usual application number, and a lot of the schools that, like, said no or waitlisted me, like, explained that in the email. Like, they Mm -hmm. were, like, we're dealing with a larger influx of people than usual because if you look at law school classes like the amount of students they actually have at their law school it's quite small yeah it's a lot different than like saying you have how many thousand undergrad people yeah. like there are only 300 and some odd people at Quinnipiac law
2: mm.
1: as as far as students like yes. that's that's it
2: yeah so you know and when it's one of three law schools in Connecticut and one of them is an Ivy League, like they have a lot of people applying because we're in like, a place where it's probably where you're gonna apply if you're from here mm-hmm. or live here. Yeah. So that was just us like, bragging that we, <laughs> that we go
0: to Quinnipiac, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story is you're more than just a number.
1: Oh, how groundbreaking. Thank That's you. That's a
0: perfect
2: end note. Unless anybody else has more to say today, but... If by some wild chance you only listened to the end of this, I hope you just take away that you're more than just a number. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it literally doesn't matter. I don't know what anyone else got, so... Whatever. Yeah,
2: nobody talks about it once you get to law school. No. Literally at all, so... It only know. matters for that, like, three weeks when you take it, and then you find out what you got, and then you apply. And then it's over. Never have to think about it
0: again. Nope. And most of the time, it's only gonna matter to you, like unless you're friends with all people who want to go to law school. Like your friends, a don't know what's a good number, what's a bad yeah. number, and like, honest, like probably don't care. Do I? Yeah. Mean, yeah. You know, like yeah. you could say you got a one hundred, and people would be like, wow, at least you took the LSAT. And you can retake. Yeah. It's not. One of it's nothing. not the end all be all. No. Nope. Nothing is. Yeah. Alright, well, anyways,
2: um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode about the application process, make sure you do that, because it's sort of like, this is just a continuation of that. <laughs> um,
0: make so. sure to follow us on Instagram, at live underscore laugh underscore Don't law. Underscores. At live <laughs> underscore underscore laugh underscore underscore law. We post cool stuff. We're we think it's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah go give it a like like and a follow leave a comment if you have any questions yeah and leave us
2: a review on whatever podcasting platform platform there's the word whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on make sure you review us we hope we were a little helpful or you could laugh because your own LSAT experience was hectic yeah yeah And if you are someone who is in the application process or thinking about the application process, let us know if there's, like, other things that you want to hear about about our experiences um, or questions that you have because we love getting listener feedback. Yes, and we're sending love because it's a hard process no matter
1: what. So just know it's going to happen. It's going to work out. It's stressful
2: for everybody. So good luck. Best of luck. Best of luck. <laughs> Thanks, for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.